look around at this great city of ours, what do you see? I see a multitude of amazing people. Over the next hour, Bill Wilson will talk to some of these amazing people about topics that interest you and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a dang on the Mr. Murphy's Murder Show. Good evening, Murfreesboro. Welcome to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. You've got Lady Kay here tonight while Mr. Wilson is out doing an adventure. Happy to take his spot. Hopefully I can fill his shoes. All right. So we got some announcements to take care of, first of all, tonight. We have a new sponsor for the Murfreesboro Show. Our new sponsor is Lawyer Land and Title, 500 North Walnut Street in Murfreesboro. So we welcome them and appreciate their sponsorship. We have another announcement. Sweet Addiction is going to be putting on an event at the Walnut House here in Murfreesboro. Sweet Addiction is a job readiness program for women in recovery with barriers to employment. The event is going to be the Borough Bake Off, and it will be Thursday, April 13th at the Walnut House, located on 116 North Walnut Street. They're going to have contestants who have been seen on the Food Network. Our own Mr. Murfreesboro will be a judge. And for more information, go to boroughbakeoff.com or sweetaddiction.com. All proceeds will go to benefit Sweet Addiction. Another announcement, Campus School Open House, Tuesday, April the 11th from 3 to 5. They are going to be honoring Liz Worley. Is that how you say it? Worley. Worley. Bradley, former teacher from 1965 to 1979 and principal from 79 to 85. They're going to honor her in the library that night. No doubt she touched many lives. Many of you listening may have known her. They also have many other activities going on during that event. Also, Action Homes is honoring Pat Lee on April the 20th with a retirement party. Miss Lee has been at Action Homes serving Rutherford County for over 50 years. Anyone that knows her loves her. So if you've enjoyed working real estate with Miss Pat Lee, take a moment out of your day to thank her or stop by and wish her well. We also have French's Shoes and Boots here in Murfreesboro, one of our lovely sponsors. They're going to be putting on an autograph signing event on Saturday, June 24th, with MTSU alum Chandler Brewer, who now plays football for the LA Rams. French's is the place to go for all of your Western wear needs, including clothes and boots. Stop by French's here in Murfreesboro, located at 1837 South Church Street. I'm gonna jump right in and welcome our first guest, Miss Rita King. Welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> you were the past principal of Homer Pitter Campus School as well. Yes, and I was a teacher there before I became principal. So I was a teacher for 11 years, and then I became principal. Awesome. Yeah. Great. I bet you've got a lot of fun stories. Well, I could. Yeah, I've, got a, I've got several. <laughs> we'll talk after the show. Okay. Uh, and you're here. You want to talk to us a little bit about your open house coming up. Right. I am president of Friends of Campus School, which is our support group. And we sponsor an open house nearly every year. In the last few years, we haven't had an open house. But this year, our group is honoring Elizabeth Worley Bradley. She goes by Liz. And most people remember her as Liz Whirly. And she will be in the library 
from three to five during the entire event and she will be um, greeting people and the PTC will be there with uh, refreshments so I hope you can come by a lot of people had her as a first grade teacher and many of you have told me you enjoyed having her as a principal and remember her uh, having you in the office and doing her whoop whoop when you walk too fast. <laughs> so uh, I've already heard a lot of memories. But during the open house, we will have tours that the children will be taking you on tours. We'll have a display in the gym of all the history through the de- decades. So ev- every decade will be covered with pictures and memorabilia. And then um, we will have a lady collecting memories so if you want to record your memories or leave them there with us to have for our collection we would love to have that and the uh some of the children will be dressed up as vips through the century so you'll enjoy meeting these famous people so we'll have a lot going on and we do have uh, handicap access oh great in the back of the building and there is an elevator now, and so uh, you can come through the back if you need handicap access, and the elevator is right there near that back entrance. Okay. So uh, we're excited, and we hope you can come and join us for this special event. Liz Whirly lives in Texas now. She lives in Pearland, Texas, and she's flying in for this event. So please come by and say hello and enjoy all the activities. How nice, how nice. Murfreesboro is so good about about honoring folks that have made differences in our community. For those listeners that may not know much about the campus school, I can't imagine that they don't, but I'm just saying, give me a little snippet about what the campus school is and how it's different from... Well, it began in 1911, but I won't go through all the history, but (laughs) it started as training school and it opened with the university as a training facility for the college students who were attending the first college at, you know, that was where MTSU is. It began there. I'm not saying that correctly, but the school opened and has been run by uh, the college and Rutherford County Schools since 1911. Okay. So it's a laboratory school for training teachers and uh, was training school when it first opened and changed its name a few times, but it was Homer Pitter Campus Schools, what it became in the 80s. And a lot of people just refer to it now as campus school. But the college students go over there to train and learn about becoming a teacher and learn the details of the profession. So the main thing I'd like for people to realize that it's a Rutherford County school. And to come to school there, you have to get on a waiting list. Yes. But uh, we have the same minority count and we keep the same records as Rutherford County Schools so all you have to do is sign up and become a student there and enjoy it It goes from kindergarten through fifth grade I know I've I've heard many many stories of friends I know who've had children there over the years and great experience great experience there the children enjoy being with the college students and it's an exciting place to be I was there as uh, for 18 years so I enjoyed every minute, you know, well, not every minute, but we won't get into that. But I do hope that people can join us and uh, 
especially celebrate Liz Worley. Yes, I love and, it. And her devotion to the school because somebody said that uh, she was there and created the golden years of campus school. Mm. So I, I was there during that time, too, yeah. and I agree with that. That set the precedent for it to continue to be mm-hmm. a strong foundation here in Murfreesboro. I love that. I love that. Well, I'm excited. I'm going to have to come. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. And we'll remind you again how to get involved with that. But there's no need to sign up or register or anything for that event, is there? No. Okay. So this is just... Everyone's welcome and we'll register in the lobby. Very nice. And then you can get involved in any of the activities that you want to participate in. Okay. And you can bring your children and tour if you're interested. Children need to come and see all of that. Very nice. Very nice. excited all right well thank you so much for coming on and inviting everyone and giving us a little taste of what it will be like thank you thank you for having me you're welcome and we are gonna roll right into our second guest who is robin housen she is housen hush hush i really massacred that one (laughs) it's okay we'll try that again Robin Hush, the owner of AH Companies and founder of The Sweet Addiction. And The Sweet Addiction is a readiness program for women coming out of addiction or and or incarceration who may have been labeled unemployable. So tell us a little bit about that. How do you get labeled or what does that label entail? Many of the women we work with have um, ended up incarcerated because of poor choices they made while in addiction. People in addiction make choices they would not otherwise make in their right mind. Uh, And often those charges that they receive are burglary, robbery, because they're trying to feed their addiction. Right. And, And I don't care, you know, the majority of companies, no matter how much of a heart they have, those are liabilities they take on. Right. And so a lot of those people are deemed unemployable. Mm. And that's who we work with. Okay. And all of those ladies are coming out of Murfreesboro or do you, is it Rutherford County, Middle Tennessee? Uh, Most of our ladies come from the Rutherford County area. We have actually had several come from Doors of Hope. And that's how the whole thing began in 2019. Oh. So we had four women walk into our door. And they came in with a supporter. And they said, Miss Robin, we've been to multiple agencies, we've been to job fairs, and no one can help us. Mm. And we were told it's the last resort to come see you. Wow. And now what were you doing at that time to where they knew to come to you? I was actually in the A&H companies because we're a contract recruiting company. Oh, okay. Okay. That's the tie-in. That's the tie-in. Yeah, we're a recruiting company. Similar staffing, but we're recruiting. So they walked in my door, and I had four individuals sitting there. And I was able to place one of them. Her background was not too bad. And uh, then another one, I did not feel led to place her. Yeah. And the other two walked in, and, and, and I don't mind telling you, it, they walked in the door, and they said, Miss Robin, you can't help us. One said, I just came out of jail with felony robbery and aggravated assaults. <sighs> and the other one was two felony thefts. And they're sitting there at my desk, and I love to, I love to tell the story. And, and if this offends people, I'm sorry, but this is just the way it happened. Yeah. I'm having a vertical conversation with God while I'm having a horizontal conversation with them. <laughs> and I said, ladies, tell me a story. Tell me what, ha- you know, tell me how this happened. Mm-hmm. So they told me this story, and it was because of addiction. They made choices. They were very repentant. And they were through Doors of Hope, working the program. They had a heart. They were good people. 
um, and I'm having the conversation. And simply what happened at that point, I said, I felt like God said, you know, you need to hire them. Yeah, you've got to find them a spot. And go ahead, you got to go do Oh, oh yes well i just i was gonna say we'll we're gonna take a quick break and come right back and find out more about those first four ladies that started a little revolution here mm-hmm. Rhonda McQuarrie with Primus Mortgage has been in the mortgage business for over 30 years. A multi-year Ruthie award-winning mortgage loan officer and a proud member of the MTSU 1989 graduating class. Specializing in all kinds of mortgage products and taking pride in going the extra mile. Personally, taking great care with her customers. Call 615-419-9193. That's 615-419-9193 or check out her website, loansbyrhonda.com. Rhonda McQuarrie, Primus Mortgage, NMLS 628407. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only five minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. Drake's Barbershop began when local resident Robert Drake opened the business in 1972. Veteran Jason Rigney purchased the business in 2003, and this kept Drake's Barbershop a staple here in Murfreesboro. Jason has kept the legacy alive. Veterans receive a discount for haircuts. You can follow them on their Facebook page at Drake's Barbershop. A moving company you can trust. Next Step Moving. We want to get you from where you are to where you're going with no stone left unturned. We hold ourselves accountable to three pillars of business, integrity, transparency, and service, residential and commercial moving, business relocation, and more. Call 615-499-0361 or visit us online at nextstepmovingllc.com. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for tuning in tonight. We've got a real treat. Oh, no pun intended. Real treat <laughs> for the lady. Sweet from treat. Sweet addiction. Okay, she was in the middle of telling us about how this whole thing got started. Um, so, if you'll continue, madam, I will continue. So, as <laughs> I was stating, I was having a vertical conversation with God as I'm having a horizontal conversation with these ladies, and you know, I told, asked him the story, and they told me the story. 
And I'm sitting thinking, Lord, how am I going to help them? You know, I'm only three years in business. Uh, financially, I'm strapped, you know, by the three years in business, you don't make much money at that point. Uh, I didn't have payroll. And he said, I want you to hire them and bring them in on Tuesday. And I'm like, uh, and what are they going to do? <laughs> and what am I supposed to pay them? So, you know, this vertical conversation is going on. It's kind of hilarious when you think about it now. And I finally turned around and said, okay, Keisha and Rachel, you're coming in on Tuesday. And you're going to be paid X amount of dollars. Of course, they related because no one had given them an yeah. opportunity. And they literally asked me, Miss Robin, what are we going to do? And I said, I haven't a clue. I'll pray over the weekend. I'll let you know Tuesday when you come up. <laughs> And that's literally how it started. I'm going to come up with your job description over the weekend. Exactly. That's what we did. Uh, So you fast forward that to April. We ended up getting our 5013C um, in March. I think it's March um, of 2020. Mm -hmm. And we plan on selling cupcakes and cheesecakes. But then the pandemic hit. And you can't sell cupcakes and cheesecakes in pandemic. Another hurdle. So it was another hurdle. And so we pivoted again. My staffing company, recruiting company, took a dive financially, and uh, not financially, but took a dive as far as my, most of my clients were automotive related and not non-essential. Yeah. So I made the choice to keep everybody working, kept the doors open, and that meant these two ladies also. And we took, literally took all of our computers, put them aside, bought $400 Brother sewing machines, brought in a friend of mine who was a designer who worked with designers in New York and said, okay, teach them to sew so we can keep working. Huh. So we taught everybody to sew who wanted to learn to sew. Oh, my goodness. And we passed out free masks like everyone else did. Mm-hmm. But it kept everybody working. Yeah. And then that evolved to a contract with the county that for sanitizer and masks for the schools. Nice. And so at that point, we need more people. So you're talking about two offices with eight off- six offices. And they literally became a um, workshop. Mm-hmm. The sewing machines and industrial sewers and, you know, we had the industrial cutters and we went to town. That's so neat. And so then you could hire more and more to help. We did. We did. And we hired more and more. And what occurred at that point is when that was done and the ladies still wanted to work. And I'm like, okay, what do we do? So we decided to put together a little program with them and we were working with them at that point. We said, let's put something more structural together. Mm -hmm. So they started meeting with us a couple days a week. And we became an extension of what they were already doing. So what we found out during that time period, these ladies had, they had been institutionalized. They had no idea how to be a good employee at all. You know, your breaks are supposed to be 10, 12, and 2. You know, their idea of that was, oh, I'm going at 10, 10, I'll be back by 12. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't work that way. There's a time you've got to go to break and a time you've got to come back. Um, So we had to work through that. We also had to work through conflict resolution because they ran by their emotions. Oh. And teaching them to... Just give, those social skills. The social that, skills we take for granted. hmm You know, and little things like, how do you manage a paycheck? You know, the things that no one... So the door became open and they would talk. They met with me twice a week. However, the door was there and kind of like a mentorship. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, so you created the company and the structure of the company around the needs. Mm-hmm. Of who you're serving in your employees, which is really a neat idea. Instead of that coming from the top down, you kind of worked from the bottom up as what they needed. <laughs> exactly. And it's been really beneficial because it, it has so evolved. I tell you, at that point, um, we had about 25% of the people at Doors of Hope became, were seamstresses and we needed them. So it was crazy how God just provided the mm-hmm. people we needed. 
So when the masks were done, uh, the ladies came to me and said, Mr. Robin, what are we going to do? And they were not at a point, the pandemic was still going on. There was no opportunity to go out there for employment. Mm -hmm. So we kept them employed. We had the residuals from the contract with the county. So that kept things going. And we decided, um, we contacted um, Domestic Women's Shelter, because some of them had been through domestic. Mm -hmm. We contacted Sherry, and they said, well, let's make some go bags for the girls. So So they designed go bags. Go bags. So it's a go bags that the ladies have if they need to escape their abuser. Okay. But what was really cool about that is these women had been through this, and they thought it through, and they said, okay. And I remember talking to Judy. And she'll be at the event to get to meet Judy. She says, Miss Robin, if they're carrying two kids and they've got a backpack, the abuser can pull the backpack and they're going to go flying. What if we do a quick release? So they designed a quick release bag oh for these women. Oh, my goodness. So they put thought into it. I mean, this is blowing my mind a bit that you've actually got people that know what to do. Doing the things. They did. (laughs) Imagine that. And they designed it. (laughs) Then the winter came, and I would see these homeless people. You know, we have a lot of homeless, Mm -hmm. and they would be carrying these big old garbage bags. I said, ladies, why don't we just design a bag for them? They said, well, Miss Robin, they carry garbage bags because they're waterproof. I said, so? Let's design a bag that's waterproof. And one of the ladies, again, it was Miss Judy. You'll meet her. She's phenomenal. And she said, Miss Robin, I was in the camps, and this is what I would would have liked. So that led into the past three years. We have designed and donated 60 bags each year to mm. the homeless with little notes of hope in there. Wow. And we work with Miss, we've worked with Miss Bell. So, mm. so, so I, I, I'm understanding correctly. So you are employing these ladies that were labeled unemployable yourself now are you still placing some that come through your door Mm -hmm. out exactly so the time frame that's supposed to be in the program is three to six months Um, unfortunately some need to stay longer Mm -hmm. because they're not able they have not learned the skills or various things some come in they're there for two or three weeks they'll just come from a a, um, you know halfway house say miss robin i was told to come see you um kind of in between jobs can you help me out so some of them will work two weeks yeah. But most of them are three to six months. We've had some as long as a year. And then we birth them out. Because they've gone through the program, a lot of my global companies through the staffing are willing to take a chance on them. Oh, I love it. Because they've so they been vetted. That, that extra stamp of approval mm-hmm. and you can show they've mm-hmm. they've come to work and done all the things. Exactly. So wow. we have people like Stacy. You'll meet her also. Stacy's in leadership at one of the global companies. She's worked her way up. Terrific. In leadership. Um, one of the other ladies was taught time studies when we were doing the, you know, fabricating all of these items. Mm-hmm. We taught them time studies. And because of that, she said, Mr. she came back to me on Sunday and said, Miss Robin, because you taught me that, I was able to get a better position at my company because I, I knew how to do time studies. Yeah. So it's just these little things they're learning wow. that you don't think about, but yeah. we're teaching them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, how often do you get one of your companies that you're contracted with or employed by mm-hmm. to hire to where they do they ever contribute ideas of we like someone specifically trained in X, Y, Z, and then you kind of tailor your. Honestly, we haven't had that because mm-hmm. the majority of the people we've worked with, um, a lot of these ladies have come with skills. Mm-hmm. They've just lost them you know, when they got into their addiction. Yeah. So we've just had to kind of modify and teach them 
nine times out of ten, they're wonderful workers. Mm-hmm, They've mm-hmm. just been. So, so yeah. it sounds like most of the ladies that make it to you are being referred. You know, they, they're given that Robin name. You need to go see Robin. <laughs> they're referred usually by other individuals or ladies who they've met at yeah. AA or, not, you know, yeah. Narcotics Anonymous. I know who you need to go see. Go see Miss Robin. Mm-hmm. She'll, and sometimes we place people immediately through mm-hmm. the company. It just depends on what the need is. I've got a young lady now came in for a position, and I said, and I won't tell her her name because mm-hmm. she'll be the thing. And I said, you're not ready. So why don't you stay with us? And let's work with you for a while. That's great. So you take it very seriously before you release and put your stamp of approval on there. You make sure they are legitimately ready. We want them set up for success. They've had enough failures and things in their life. and We oh, don't yeah. want them to be triggered in triggered any, way. Yeah. any way. Oh, wow. So that eventually, the pandemic's over, and now we're going into our sweets. Okay, well, yes. Yeah, so tell us about the sweets. Oh, my god! I do have a sweet tooth. Um, well, we called. Did you bring any samples? <laughs> I did not. I'm sorry, but I will drop some off for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the sweets have just evolved. Uh, they are all proprietary. We've come up with the recipes. Um, what can I tell about the sweets? They, you really will be addicted. Anybody who tastes them, they're saying, "Oh my gosh, the best thing I put in my mouth." Oh. Um, and I love the twist, the play on words. I the know, sweet and that also that good. <laughs> it's good. One addiction for another addiction. It's good. Um, so we actually started just by we got a hold of Kelly Bean and was talking to that group. We have partnered with Liberty Station in that we rent their kitchen, and um, so she had a couple events, and of course we brought our our wares, as I say, mm-hmm. and put our spread out with Leadership Rutherford, and then the, they, actually the cable f- um, chamber first, and then Leadership Rutherford brought us in to do something, and since then we've had a few ribbon cuttings that they've called us to do, Yeah, and we've evolved from the sweets now into catering. How wonderful. So it is just growing. Um, our biggest events, obviously the event coming up, but then Christy at Greenhouse Ministry has just commissioned us to do the Mayor's Breakfast in May. Oh my goodness. So it's it's getting, yeah. Well, that's big. Amazing. It is big. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, do you know what you're doing? You got the right girl. Did you, did you even have a thought that this would grow like this and transform? You know, I didn't. I, I literally... It's kind of a gut feeling, though, that you needed to do something. I just had a gut feeling I needed to do something, mm-hmm. and and that's just the tip of the iceberg. What we're doing, we have bigger dreams than that too. So. Oh yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. So, okay, so where do you see you going from here? The goal is with the suites is to be self-supporting. You know, we want to recreate what Thistle Farms has done in Nashville. We want to recreate that here. Say that name again. Thistle Farms. Thistle Farms. Okay. Mm-hmm. They have a cafe and things in Nashville. We want to recreate that here. So eventually have your own space. Have our own space. Uh, we're praying about that right now. Mm-hmm. We want to have our own space. Well, it makes sense if you're having to rent the kitchen and mm-hmm. do all that. Mm-hmm. Just makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's the goal. The large goal is to for that eventually get to the point where we're not only sustaining ourselves and bringing more women in. Um, is to eventually be able to, uh, how can I say it? Lose my train of thought there for a minute. The ultimate goal is a transitional community for these ladies where they have home ownership. Oh, I love it. I love it. 
So that's the big vision. Oh, my goodness. So you're not, you just, you're taking this on as a life mission for these ladies. They don't just come in and out, unless they're ready. Right. They don't just come in and out. Um, mm-hmm. But they do revisit a lot mm-hmm. of them. A lot of them, a lot of them not have a normal family. Right. They need that support. They do need that support. And a lot of the programs we have here that we have currently in place, and that's something else we're working on, revamping an entire program, recovery mm-hmm, program. Mm-hmm. But currently what is in place now puts them in a box. You know, oh, you need this, this, this. Oh, you went to treatment. Let me send you home. Be normal. Yeah. They don't know what normal is. Yeah. So it is a mission. It's a mission mm-hmm. to empower them to be their best selves mm-hmm. and to realize they are better than they think they are. Yeah. And that, I mean, that, my brain is springboarding. You know, you said the home ownership. You know, talking about fixing their credit, which I'm sure mm-hmm. is a problem, <laughs> and learning the social skills, mm-hmm. you know, maybe finding a church or finding hobbies and groups mm-hmm. and and even fellowship with you guys yourselves to come back and do little events or meetings or things. Do you do meetings? Do you do like a, a monthly get-together? Or? We don't right now. So what's unique is I have just stepped away from leadership at A&H, and I have hired someone to run it. Mm-hmm. So as of January, I'm now full-time on the nonprofit. Wow. So the goal is to get to the point uh, where we have our stool program. It's a simple tools overcome obstacles in life. We have a stool program that we're putting in place. We're now putting that together, mm-hmm. and that's something we'll be rolling out, as well as financial um, counseling met with someone today from Dave Ramsey. Oh yeah, and so it everything's coming together. Oh, I like it. It's I awesome. like it. I mean, this could be huge. You're like, it's gonna be huge. It will be huge. <laughs> it will be huge. The the we actually had someone who was going to donate 200 acres to us for the transitional, but that's been put on hold. Yeah. So God has a reason. I'm not mm-hmm. worried about it. Mm-hmm. But the the idea behind that is so get this. What happens with young ladies is they get out of their they get out of their programs. Some of them get their children back for the very first time, mm. either or first time sober. And that's hard. That's hard. <laughs> and so you have to work with them on that because they don't even know how to parent. Yeah. And then they become, and I'm not saying that all of them. Mm-hmm. They do. Some of them do very well, even their addiction parenting. But some yeah. of them really struggle. Then they get a job. But they only make enough money to throw them back in the neighborhood they came from. Yeah. So our goal eventually is a lofty goal is to reduce recidivism by 75% in Rutherford County. Mm-hmm. We want to take those individuals when they get out of that program, whether they're working with us or not, um, put them in 900 square foot condominiums or duplexes, mm-hmm. live there for three years. They pay a little more rent than they would in their old neighborhood. We take that extra rent, put it in like an escrow account. At the end of three years, after they've gone through lifestyle training, parenting classes, um, financial classes, we also will have mentoring moms who will take on three families and go in and teach them how to be a good mom and get their kids scheduled and all of that. Wow. At the end of the three years, they get that money back in, in a lump sum towards a down payment on a house. Oh. And if they can't afford it, or the credit's not where it needs to mm-hmm. be, we have another entity over here, 1,200 square foot homes. 
that they can move into and lease purchase for three years and 25% of their rent will go towards the purchase price at market value at the end of that three years. So between three and six years, we've gotten individuals who've come out of a program, now they have home ownership, they have dignity, and they're giving back to society and being a successful citizen. And we've just given them a hand up, not a, not a handout. Right, right. Because you're, I, <clears throat> I never thought about that, but you can, you know, attack all of the issues that they wrestle with. You can help them. But then if you put them right back in the same situation, that hasn't done a lot of good. Mm-hmm. So you're basically bringing these ladies in, getting out like, you know, everybody's doing the vision boards now of this is what you're going to be. So they can visualize and see where they're going. They're not just trying to get back even. They're trying to go up. Exactly. We want them to go up. Mm -hmm. And they have so many things telling them, internal voices telling them they can't. So we want to encourage them that they can. That's great. Well, I think it's time for another break here. And we will be right back. Drake's Barbershop began when local resident Robert Drake opened the business in 1972. Veteran Jason Rigney purchased the business in 2003, and this kept Drake's Barbershop a staple here in Murfreesboro. Jason has kept the legacy alive. Veterans receive a discount for haircuts. You can follow them on their Facebook page at Drake's Barbershop. Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only five minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. You can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Rhonda McQuarrie with Primus Mortgage has been in the mortgage business for over 30 years. A multi-year Ruthie award-winning mortgage loan officer and a proud member of the MTSU 1989 graduating class. Specializing in all kinds of mortgage products and taking pride in going the extra mile. Personally, taking great care with her customers. Call 615-419-9193. That's 615-419-9193 or check out her website, loansbyrhonda.com. Rhonda McQuarrie, Primus Mortgage, NMLS 628407. Welcome back to the show, the Mr. Murfreesboro and Lady K show. Just having such an inspiring evening sitting here talking with Robin Hoosh. 
Hush. Hush. I'm going to get it right. I'll tell you how to figure that out. Pushy Yankee. Push, hush. And I'm a Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like you. There you go. All the same. Okay, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just talking on the break about um, how, I guess, maybe when your heart is in the right place. And, you know, maybe you're not ready to do certain things that the good lord whatever you want to call it (laughs) the spirit uh knows you're already to do and has a plan and how important it is to listen to that little nudge and miraculous things will fall in place a lot of times they do yeah they do great Mm -hmm. so how are you going about marketing and reaching these people that we were just talking about a a certain wonderful lady fell into her lap recently and is you know working on some things but how do you go are are you finding you even have to go put a lot of effort into reaching out and getting the sponsors and programs as far as people coming who are willing to help us god literally i can't say enough he just drops them (laughs) it's the craziest thing i'm like okay we have a need, we pray, and they come. It's that easy. Sponsorship has been a little more difficult. Mm-hmm. I don't like asking people for money. Right. Um, so that has been more difficult. And going about, so some people, I've picked up a phone and said, hey, would you sponsor us? People I've done business with. Other people have said, well, let me so- ask so-and-so because I think this is a good cause. Yeah. But we do need sponsors. We're yeah. in dire need of sponsors. Well, it's funny now... I- you know, addiction affects so many people now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, it's it's out in the open now. And I feel like you'll probably have better luck as the days go by with people being involved and seeing the destruction and seeing the evil involved in addiction themselves firsthand with a family member or a friend that maybe they're in a place to give. Everybody's been touched by addiction. Mm-hmm. They know somebody you know, alcoholic or whatever. Everybody's mm-hmm. been touched. And I, I think people want to give. Sometimes they don't know where to give. Right. Or how to give. Right. And it's not just necessarily monetary. You can right. pray for us. You can ideas. Ideas. You can, you know, come in and, and say, hey, you know, I'd like to man the truck for a week. Yeah. You know, because we do a food truck too, so. Oh, fun. What's, it's, and it's the sweet addiction food It truck. is the sweet addiction truck. Okay, okay. Just making sure I know where to go. This is so, and I just have so many questions. Are well, just coming ask, right away. <laughs> ask away. Ask away. I know. Okay, so we've been talking about some very deep, deep levels of transitioning, these women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about the fun stuff? What about fixing their hair, makeup, clothes, um, feeling good about themselves in those ways? And, we, well, health, for, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So do you do any of that fun stuff? Um, we actually work with Amelia's Closet. Okay, and we that we send them over there, and Jody and her crew do a wonderful job giving them a boutique day to oh, get them fun. their clothes and everything. They're phenomenal at that. Jody's a beautiful woman. Yeah. Um, as far as the hair and all that, we haven't had anybody come over to us yet to say, "Hey, mm-hmm. I'd love to do this." Uh, like I said, having just transitioned from there to here, we're still putting things into place. Yeah. But um, we do encourage them. Mm-hmm. You need to go out and take time. We try to teach them to take time for themselves. Oh yeah. Especially when they have small kids. We have a little trick that I used to do with my son. Because they constantly say, Miss Robin, I get home, I have no time to myself. And I say, well, this is what you do. You put your child in front of the TV, 
and you put a happy face, and you tell them this is the happy face and this is the sad face. Do you want mommy to be happy or sad? <laughs> I want mommy happy, of course. So then you say, okay, when the clock reaches this, and you put a little paper there, then mommy will come out of the bathroom and she'll be happy. If you come in before <laughs> that time, mommy's going to be sad. <laughs> I said, and they, they get your That's half easy. hour to an hour. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I have four kids, so one of my favorite things I learned accidentally, of course, because you don't, you aren't born knowing this. Stuff. No, no, <laughs> no. It's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. But it never failed if they were just bonkers, you know, and I needed a minute. If you get out the messiest, worst project or art, you know, whatever, that you don't want to do, Play-Doh, you know, what was the goo that they were making, slime, slime. Um, you know, it paint, glitter, just, I mean, throw it all out there, entertain for hours. Now, you do have a mess to clean up, but it's one contained mess, you know. <laughs> but anytime I needed a minute, I was like, okay, we're getting out the big guns and we're going to get messy. And it, I mean, it's so entertaining because it's like, oh, wow, we're so excited. We get to do the fun, messy thing we're never, we're never allowed to do. Well, when you've done the fun, messy thing, what I used to do, because I never had time with my child, I had to work a lot. Yeah. Um, so I made normal chores fun. So we used to put our socks on. I'd throw water in the kitchen floor and we slid. Oh. We used to like an ice skating rink. The floor got done. We had fun and there you go. I did. I hope my, my one of my daughters isn't listening. She'll die. But I had a toilet paper fairy. <laughs> <laughs> and when we would go to the grocery and, and bring the groceries in, you know, you need to take the toilet paper to all the bathrooms. That's a great mm-hmm, kid thing mm-hmm. to help with. And so I'd open it up and it started with my oldest. And it was, I had a wand and, you know, sprinkle fun glitter powder. You are the do- toilet, toilet paper, paper fairy. And you get to take the toilet paper to all the bathrooms. And then eventually they would figure it out and be mm-hmm. like, you know, I think it's time for the next kid to be the toilet paper. And I was like, they were so excited to get to be the toilet Isn't paper fairy. Funny? And I mean, I did it through three kids. Now I'm about to do it with my two-year-old. But those are things that you thought of that yeah. are fun. And these women that we're talking about, they don't, they've not had that. Yeah. So a lot of them just had their parents yelled at them. So yeah. they've learned to do that with their children. Yeah. Whereas if you learn to use humor with children, they may, they retain it. Mm-hmm. And you I know. think too, since we're talking about women and, and rehabilitation, there's such a stigma with, you know, like I said, I did, I didn't come into this world knowing these, these were, no. these were ideas from desperation, <laughs> <you know? laughs> It's, it's that because well, I'm so cool. But, I, I, you know, there's such a stigma when, you know, women compare themselves to other women and moms mm-hmm. to other moms. Mm-hmm. And so I can't imagine the guilt that's holding these ladies back from being good mothers, good friends, good employees based on the stigmas of comparing them. I mean, how much more are you going to compare yourself to another woman? I mean quote unquote perfect women do it every day you know and I can't imagine if I had struggled with addiction and carried that guilt the guilt yes you know I didn't do my best for five years ten years three years and then to come out of that and get the confidence back to say well I'm going to do it now I can do it now but you know the challenge is you, you hit on something very important Every woman is insecure. It's how we handle that insecure little girl when we wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. And if you've grown up in a home where you were 
you were given acclimates and encouraged, it's easier for you to put that insecure little girl to bed when you walk out that door and be that woman. If you weren't, you were fed, that insecurity was fed, it's even harder to overcome that. Oh, yeah. Much less pass it on to the next Much generation. Less. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. So many, so many good ideas you're touching on that we could all use, but specifically these women are in a severe deficit mm-hmm. of... They are. Yeah. They are. And I think when it's something you talk about people helping, I think if they would remove the stigma, if they find out someone has been in addiction, don't just assume they're an addict. Right. There's been a trauma. There's been something that's taken them to that place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're no different than you and I, except that we, we make stupid decisions, except our stupid decisions didn't have as devastating an effect as theirs. Exactly. That's the only difference between you and I. Mm-hmm. And people don't don't realize that. We need to give right. much more grace than we give. Yes. I, I really hate that Bill isn't on this show because Bill's a very, very big proponent and very open about recovery and celebrating he recovery. Is. He and is. And it's so refreshing, you know, because there's no shame in it. We all fall short, <laughs> you know, in our own yeah, we ways. Do. Mm-hmm. I agree with you there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just maybe you can't see it, but behind the scenes there's some falling short going on all i can say is falling short is true and you know the old saying that god uses um, ordinary people Mm -hmm. flawed people you know he used david and david was a man after his own heart yes so i'm sitting here i'm very flawed (laughs) i know my own flaws (laughs) and he's choosing to use me so you know he use anybody now is this something personal to you that maybe sparked your interest when those ladies came to you or is this something totally out of your wheelhouse maybe you don't have a lot of experience with I don't have a lot of experience with it myself um, but you know it's just something I had a heart I just have a heart for women mm-hmm. my, my goal mm-hmm. in life has always been to empower women to be better because I was that insecure woman years ago that wouldn't speak up, wouldn't talk. I was a wallflower. Mm. And I had a gay confidence. Yes, I know. <laughs> and that's hard to believe. But I was. Um, I was the ugly duckling in school. As a kid, everybody made fun of. I had to overcome a lot. Yeah. So m- my passion came from wanting to empower women to believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. The addiction, I have addiction in my family. Uh, so I'm familiar with it. Yeah. I've not been touched by a lot of it, but I am familiar with it. Mm-hmm. My grandfather was a recovering al- alcoholic. Um, and I had another uncle who ended up with cocaine and he took himself into rehab. Mm. You know, had no idea that that familiarity was going to bring me to where I'm at now. And I was going to yeah. use that. Yeah. It's so neat how how those things just happen. Happen to just happen. At the right yeah. place mm-hmm. at the right time. <laughs> We know how they happen, but I know. know. And then that little voice is sitting there saying, you're like, I don't really want to do that today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure I can add that to my to-do list, Mm -hmm. but uh, Mm -hmm. okay, okay. I love that. And I love that you told those first four ladies, I have no idea, you know? No idea. And what a great example to admit, I have no idea, but we're going to do this. Mm Mm-hmm. Because and I'm sure they had no idea, you know, they, even if you would have come up with this wonderful action plan, that was a beautiful thing to be able to say, <laughs> I got nothing, but I'll have something Monday. That's right. I'll have something golly. when you come in. You know, it's transparency. And I, and I think even as women and human beings, we're not transparent enough. We're just not transparent yeah. enough with each other. With our flaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I agree. We'd be stronger if we would be honest with each other. Yeah. I know one of my biggest soapboxes is, you know, with women working and then women staying home and you constantly have the pendulum swinging of, well, the cool thing to do now is stay home with your kids. No, the cool thing now is to go and show Mm -hmm. that you can work and get your degree. And I always said, you know, it doesn't even get that deep with me. The only thing I don't like and the only thing I'll say is I don't like seeing a woman upset because they're working and they'd rather be at home more or they'd, you know, and so they're not really working on the potential. They're not. And the same, a woman staying at home and not doing enough in the community or working a little bit at least or whatever. Like if you're a happy mom, that's the best thing you can do for your kids, you know, is Mm -hmm. to be happy and fulfilled. And that comes in many different forms in many different ways. And the burden is way more on women, as we know, to find that balance and to figure out how to get there. But Mm -hmm. it's just this, it's always been the saddest thing to me to hear and and friends and family that are just miserable on either side of the plate, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. We're all individuals. Yes. Different have, things work. That's right. <laughs> All individuals. And we have to find our own niche. Oh. And see, now you're making my mind just work and work and work and work. I won't be able to go to bed until like one. <laughs> Thanks a you lot. You want to call me off the clock? I know, I know. Where are we going after this? We've got big plans. We've got big plans. Um, but like, I see with this growing, mm-hmm. okay, you're talking about financial planning and fitness and spirituality. So theoretically, you could have these women that come through your doors at base is ground zero mm-hmm. and growing with you and then even become an integral parts of this whole process themselves yes. later. And I could see this exploding exponentially in the future with mm-hmm. women wanting to come back and give back, you know, mm-hmm. say they, they graduate from you, but their heart's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And so when they go on to do specialized in a specialized field, they're going to want to come back and, you know, give those financial or, you know, real estate or whatever, what have you, baking, anything. Anything. Any, we've got that right now. I know you're getting ready to close up, but we've got that right now with the event we have coming up. Yes, let's talk specifically and get people mm-hmm. fired up about this event. Okay, so we have an inaugural event on uh, April 13th at the Walnut House from 6 to 9. You can go to boroughbakeoff.com. Got it. And get the tickets. Or if you want to sponsor, we do need sponsors. Um, 100% goes back to sweet addiction. We're not taking anything. Uh, my salary comes from my other side of the business. But we have women coming in, coming back, who've been through the program, texting me, Ms. Robin, can I be part of it? Can I be part of it? So we're going to have a panel there of the ladies. Oh, nice. We'll have some testimonials up on the screen, but we're going to have a panel. And you'll get to ask them questions. They're gonna, And we'll have um, Devin O'Day will be our moderator. She works with us, the country music scene, so she's going to come and moderate for us. Fine. Sherry with the Domestic Women's Shelter will be there to talk a little bit about how the girls have learned to give back and have impacted her group. Miss um, Bell, or actually Miss Wright now, she's going to be there also from the homeless community mm-hmm. talking about the Outdoor Angel program we've done. Uh, we'll have some judges uh, that have a, for the Christian country artist that's got a few number one hits, going nice. to be donating his time. Of course, Mr. Bill <laughs> is going to be there as a judge also. Uh, we'll have tons of sweets. We're going up against Food Network star Sammy B here, who is on the Food Network Cookie Challenge. Oh. We're going up against her and another young lady. Of course, we're stacking the deck because we got to pick the desserts. Okay. And then there's going to be hors d'oeuvres and just a night of fun. Just okay. c- Just come to get to know us and see what we're all about. And if 
you feel led to support us, great. Yeah. If it's not what you want to support, there's a lot of other entities out there that need your support. It's so lovely. A lot of other entities that actually feed into yours as well. Um, what's the read adult reading program here? I could see that maybe as something, adult mm-hmm. education. If these women have been taken away you know, by addiction from finishing college, finishing degrees, MTSU here, you know. There's so many avenues. Mm-hmm. We want to be the one-stop shop. Our motto is opening doors. We want to open doors for them wherever they want to go. Wow. And so if you're listening tonight and you are looking in any way to help, we'll put all of these links on the Mr. Murfreesboro page. I'll have it on my Facebook page. But the most important thing is to get your ticket. Get your ticket, please. Dot com. Dot com. I think that's where I went. I was actually researching events because I'm in marketing and um, business development. And so I research events that I think are neat and fun. And I saw it and I thought, oh, that looks really cool. And Bill hadn't even told me about it yet. So it's Good. it showed up and it's looking really, really Good. fun. It grabbed my eye before I Good. even knew what it was. Good. So so that's cool. So you get a sugar high. Is out there. I know. Okay. So that's all the desserts. Okay. Is it... So, yes. So, we'll have actually three desserts. So, we're going, we, they have, to, everybody has to make a um, cinnamon roll. Okay. It's and how many different contestants? I got lost in that. Three. Okay. Three. Gotcha. Our okay. girls up against two others. Okay. Um, two other chefs. So, we have to cinnamon rolls, blueberry cupcakes, and a drop cookie is what we're going to be judged on. And there will also be a popular judge, a popular so you all get to judge us as well. Oh. And then downstairs, we'll have some of our other sweets. We're going to have a sweet potato ca- a sweet potato cupcake that we do oh. with toast, roasted, toasted, um, <laughs> yeah, fluff on top. And rosemary I don't want to see you again without samples. Okay? I know. I should have brought Let some. I had some. I'm so sorry. Um, you know, Caprice bites and uh, shrimp crostinis, which uh, Stephanie at the Chamber of Commerce loves our shrimp crostinis. <laughs> Uh, her comment one day was when I when we brought him out and we introduced him. She said, um, "I just need a plate of this and a glass of wine, <laughs> and I'll be good. <laughs> and I'll be good. <laughs> I love it. So come enjoy the food. The food will be good. We'll have a gluten free option there too for some people who oh, cannot okay. get into all that. So. Okay. And wh- so, do you have any other big events planned after this? Are your wheels already turning or? We do. We're thinking about doing a comedy event in six months. We'd like to partner with a church. We have a comedian who has said that if we'll partner with a church, 50% of whatever the ticket price is, he'll get back to us. Oh. So if a church is willing to sponsor an event for a clean comedian. Nice. Christian comedian. Nice. Uh, so that's the next one. Uh, then we'll see. If people need catering, give us a call. And you're, so your catering is full service, I'm assuming. We do full service, mostly hors d'oeuvres. We don't do the... The so heavy appetizers. We, heavy appetizers okay. is what we do right now until we get into our own place. Yeah. And one of your viewers may know of a place that, you know, in a restaurant that's maybe unfortunately has gone out of business yeah. and would like to donate it to us. Yes. Yes. I did want to give a shout out. I forgot to um, Goodness Gracious, which was located in the Reedyville Mill for I don't know how many years. And unfortunately, the Reedyville Mill is was demolished by the, the hurricane. Oh, no. Not a hurricane. The tornado. Oh, no. And it just hit me so hard that they've just recently moved. And, you know, here they are now set up at the fountains. Thank goodness. But, mm. uh, well, it has been a pleasure, Miss Robin. Thank you Hush. so much. I got Yay, it. Good girl. It only took an hour. <laughs> Thank you. As Bill Thank would you. say, love each other. Go out and do something nice. Thank you.